Welcome to Small Business Big Challenge, the podcast that gives you the right tools, the knowledge, and the confidence to start and grow your small business. Because what stands between you and your most ambitious dreams has less to do with having a genius idea and far more about how you approach problems, make decisions to solve them, and have the courage to implement them. So without further ado, from the beautiful village of Cuba, New York, your host, Lionel Legree. Our episode this week is about the fourth industrial revolution, also called Industry 4.0. Part of the shift of Industry 4.0 will be through the joining of technologies like artificial intelligence, gene editing, and advanced robotic that will blur the lines between the physical, digital, and biological worlds. This week, I offer you an essay that will focus on how our social, political, and financial lives will be impacted by this advance in technology. Today, we will focus on the company and particularly on the customers and employees. Later this week, we'll talk about the evolution of trust in our society and the impact it will have on our political systems. The goal of this essay is to pique your interest so you want to find out more about Industry 4.0 and how, as a business owner, you can adapt to this revolution in the making and adapt all your daily processes and strategies. The Industrial Revolutions are time when major changes in agriculture, manufacturing, mining, transportation, and technology profoundly affected the socioeconomic and cultural conditions of the times. The first industrial revolution began in England around 1760. It was a time of great social change that saw the rise of new economic systems and new forms of social organization. The industrial revolution was driven by an increase in trade and commerce, as well as technologies such as steam power. In the early part of the 20th century, the second industrial revolution was caused by many factors, such as the introduction of steel and the invention of new technologies, such as electricity and automobiles, which made it easier for people to work in factories and travel long distances. The growth of cities, which created more demand for goods and services. The development of mass production techniques, which allowed companies to produce more goods at a lower cost. And finally, the development of new forms of communication, like radio and television, that helped spread information quickly across countries and continents. The third industrial revolution is the digital revolution. It is characterized by the shift from mechanical and analog electronic technology to digital electronics, which began in the latter half of the 20th century. This digital revolution marked the beginning of the information age, with a shift from traditional industry established by the Industrial Revolution to an economy primarily based upon information technology. The third Industrial Revolution has been driven by the convergence of key technologies, 
like the internet enabling the sharing of information at unprecedented rates. The digitization of physical goods and services, enabling them to be stored on computers and delivered over networks. We are now in the fourth industrial revolution, also known as Industry 4.0, the era of digital transformation driven by four major forces. One, the exponential growth in digital, which will involve these following technologies IoT, or Internet of Things high storage capacity, big data and analytics, low consumption processor and analog processors. Two, the development of artificial intelligence, machine learning, and virtual and augmented reality. Three, the emergence of a global, connected, collaborative, and open economy with the help of blockchain, IoT, and wearables. And four, the connection between the physical and cyber world with robotics, 3D printing, advanced materials, and nanotech. The fourth industrial revolution is taking place in all corners of the globe, impacting our economy and society in significant ways. Industry 4.0 will impact our business models and processes, and company pioneering the movement are building the technology and business roadmaps. To me, Industry 4.0 is not as much about technology advances as it is about how our lives will be impacted by these technologies. The changes in our way of living, working, and relating to each other. Similar to other industrial revolutions, technology is the engine of the car, but it does not drive you to the destination. What we decide to do with the technology is what will determine the outcome and it will be more nuanced and even more complex as the technology itself. Industry 4.0 starts with the story of customers who realize the power and impact they have in the competitive market. While companies are still looking at increasing revenue and lowering costs, their relationships with customers will change dramatically. Companies always use the input from customers to design their products and services via focus groups, for example. But today, customers are directly influencing strategies. We shifted from a model where companies were just creating profit for their shareholders to a model where companies have to include benefits for their customers, employees, suppliers, and communities. Customers are no longer wearing a brand only for its quality and appearance of luxury. The brands they wear must reflect the difference, the complexity and subtleties of who they are and where they fit in the political spectrum and their stance on social and environmental issues. If climate change becomes an issue customers care about, companies will have to create a long-term strategy to consider their impact on the environment and publicly reveal their stance and share the milestones they will be judged against. In 2020, with the rise of the Black Lives Matter movement, it felt like companies suddenly grew a social conscience. Companies like Etsy, IBM, Comcast, and PayPal publicly endorsed the movement. They had to walk the fine line between losing some customers with their endorsement 
or losing other customers and their own best talents with their silence, as their silence would have been seen as complicity. Who thought even 10 years ago that in 2021, we would show some social stance by buying or boycotting a pillow? Bed Bath & Beyond, Kohl's, Wayfair, and many other retailers decided to show their social stance by cutting ties with MyPillow, while the company is also generating new sales aided by the bad publicity and new supporters. Our younger generations are playing an essential role in this democracy, but not in the way their parents and grandparents are used to. Since the beginning of the century, many commentators have argued that there's a crisis in young people's civic and political engagement. And indeed, the youth eligible to vote in national elections tend to vote less than older generations. But this trend has not occurred in all countries. They are specific to Western democracies. I argue that voting less does not demonstrate they are less engaged politically. It only shows that they feel that voting is no longer making a great impact, and the process is too slow. Younger generations don't feel represented by a two-party system that is no longer able to collaborate or even have a basic exchange of ideas. With a party using alternative facts and using a bombardment of lies as a demonstration of power, it feels that our democracy is stuck. When two of the last presidents lost the popular vote and the House of Elections are utterly warped by gerrymandering, a democracy feels broken. Because of their frustration and cynicism, our youth focuses their energy on a cause they can directly and immediately impact. They will often narrow their focus on a single issue like global warming or human rights and will use tools like social media, crowdfundraising, and voluntary work to make a difference. What is seen as apathy and alienation is actually a great ability to adapt to a broken system. Instead of going to the ballot box, they vote with their wallets and their tweets. For example, in 2021, a band of Reddit-obsessed retail traders coordinated trades to help GameStop restructure. Social action was previously pushed through donations. Americans give $400 billion to charity each year to aid social causes. Tomorrow, they will use their $130 billion budget for everyday items to further their consumer activism and push for environmental and social change and will be aided by product traceability, big data, and social media. Sites like Don Good will help consumers find the brands that share their values, brands that are good for the people, meaning they give fair wages, have safe working environments, and are free from child labor. And brands that are good for the planet, meaning they use eco-friendly production processes with organic and recycled materials, and show respect for our environment. Consumer activism will influence companies' strategies and prompt them to shift from the short-term profit-centric gains to long-term growth opportunities, balancing profit and purpose.
Gen Z is a generation that will also vote with their time. As each industrial revolution freed some of our time, and time is and will always be our most precious resource, they will have the chance to dedicate more time to impact their communities. They will also have the chance to do so partially during work hours as the movement of corporate philanthropy is slowly building. Industry 4.0 is also a story about our workforce. Older generations were looking for a job, a job that would provide them a paycheck to support their family with the hopes that they would have some upward mobility and they would be able to stay in that company until retirement and get a company pension. Today, we're looking for careers. We have now lateral mobility and start our careers in sales, switch to IT and finish in human resources. And we can often boost our career and recognition by switching companies as long as we respect the prescriptive two to five years in the same company. We're looking for more benefits, including 401k, employee assistance programs, and tuition reimbursement. Our resumes are Hollywood movies, where one scene logically leads to the next, and the format is highly prescriptive. As for all industrial revolutions, the workforce fears that technologies will replace the jobs. I believe indeed that technologies like AI will radically impact jobs. Some jobs will be replaced entirely, and others will need the aid of AI to increase productivity. You already see many AI tools promising to write entire papers without plagiarism by only inputting the subject line. So far, the output is less than mediocre, but the proof of concept is here. I expect that within a couple of years, it will be used in all our writing efforts, like we use Spellcheck today. For years already, I have seen companies successfully use augmented writing tools, like Textio, to assure that job posts align with their branding and their culture. I have a hard time imagining a job function that would not benefit from AI tools, at least on occasion. Workers with a mechanical job won't be spared. With the advances of IoT, machine learning, and data analytics, most machines will be equipped with sensors that will detect noises and vibrations and will prompt you to order a replacement part before it fails. Today, some toothbrushes have sensors to optimize the strength, duration, and area of cleaning. This is just a beginning, and I hope you also start seeing how having smart sensors in your clothes and everyday items can easily infringe on your right to privacy. Today, in the Industry 4.0 era, we want work experiences that will provide a sense of empowerment and meaning to our lives. While the salary still matters, the benefits package is becoming more important. While medical coverage is still essential, we start to understand that having it linked to employment goes against our health and freedom and should not be used as an employee retention program. Benefits should include everything you need to become better employees, from physical training, psychological support, back massage, employee activities, and support groups. 
Additionally, we expect the company to take charge of our needs for purpose, opportunities, learning, and self-growth, which becomes an essential ask in exchange to pour all our time and creativity into our work. I remember when Salesforce was founded in 1999, I thought it was a very innovative concept for the company to integrate corporate philanthropy, donating 1% of its equity, product, and employee time to communities around the world. 20 years later, Salesforce and other successful companies are inspiring early-stage corporate philanthropy by doing the 1% pledge. They show the impact they can have on communities while retaining top talent and boosting their bottom line. Soon, I believe that similar pledges will be a requirement for all larger companies if they want to attract and retain top talent and keep their customers. Already, pledge1percent.org shows that 87% of consumers believe corporations should place equal weight on business and supporting communities. It also shows that companies with philanthropic programs have 2.3 times the employee retention rate. And not only do our younger generations need to make a difference in our society and make a positive impact on our environment for their work to be more rewarding, but they also need to be offered opportunities to learn new skills and have different life experiences with teams always more diverse. It is difficult to say if the pressure given to companies to rethink their long-term strategies will be stronger from the customers or employees. Indeed, customers and employees will have a much closer relationship and they will work together on projects and will depend on each other. Over is the time when only customer service is directly talking to customers. Today, the marketing team is talking to customers over social media and the development team works directly with users to test new feature releases. Every job function will require direct interaction with customers, and employees will have a chance to make a direct impact on the customers, which will create stronger ties. If we only talk about customer support today, tomorrow we'll talk about employee support, when customers will support the employees who are loyal to them. Industry 4.0 will also change how companies acquire their talent. While today a resume focuses on only two sections, skills and experience, Resume 4.0 will add a new section, culture. Because the skills needed for Industry 4.0 are not exactly known and because they are expected to change rapidly, the goal of the interview will be less about assessing if the candidate has the right skills and more about determining if the candidate has the right mindset. Is he versatile enough? Does he have the sharp critical thinking we need? Is he motivated, curious, and eager to learn? This is the mindset of Industry 4.0, and high schools should be preparing their students for that mindset and to be flexible, self-reliant, and empowered. It is our companies that will be responsible to prepare us to become competitive in a constantly evolving Industry 4.0 by offering a rich curriculum that will offer short and recurrent micro-learning and will track our progress. Instead of taking a week off to attend a class, 
we will learn new skills with small interactive experiences aided by AI and virtual reality. What is sure is that technologies of Industry 4.0 will be disruptive to our workforce, and I believe that unemployment rates will still be low, as most employees will have the opportunity to learn the new skills necessary to embrace the new technologies. And as long as unemployment is low, they will have the strength to demand companies' assistance with this conversion. I believe it will eventually result in a better quality of life for most, by lowering the numbers of hours of work required and giving most employees fulfilling jobs that celebrate their differences and creativity and the work-life balance that we've been dreaming of and finally start prioritizing since the start of the COVID-19 crisis. We will release the second part of this episode later this week.